Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Mark chapter 8, verses 14 through 21. We're going to jump ahead over Mark 8, 1 through 10 and Mark 8, 11 through 13. Those two texts are paralleled in Matthew chapter 15 and 16. You can go check those out in episodes 524 and 525. A couple instances where the texts are very, very similar between Mark and Matthew, so we're not going to cover them again. And in fact, the text that we're covering today is pretty similar to the text like it in Matthew. Matthew chapter 16 verses 5 through 12, but I'm going to bring in a couple other thoughts that make it different enough to do this text again. Now to set this up, you need to remember that Jesus has just fed 4,000 people miraculously. This is different than the 5,000. This is when he fed the 4,000. It's a text, like I said, that we're not covering because it's paralleled in Matthew. You can go back and check that out. But this feeding of the 4,000 was done in a more Gentile area, and there were seven basketfuls of bread left over after everybody had eaten. Then the Pharisees come and ask for for a sign from heaven to test him, not because they're actually interested in following what Jesus is teaching, but because they're testing him. So he says, nope, we're not doing that. And then they jump in a boat to go to the other side. And this takes place. Chapter 8, verse 14. Now, they had forgotten to bring bread and they had only one loaf with them in the boat. And he cautioned them saying, watch out, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the leaven of Herod. And they began discussing with one another the fact that they had no bread. And Jesus, aware of this, said to them, why are you discussing the fact that you have no bread? So just to kind of recap this, even though there were seven basketfuls of bread just a little bit ago before they jumped in the boat, they forgot to grab some to bring with them to eat. There's only one loaf in the boat for them to eat, and they're talking about this, and as they're talking about bread, Jesus sees a teachable moment. Leaven, of course, is yeast, and he says, be careful of the leaven of the Pharisees and of Herod. When he says of Herod, I think he's probably referring to the people who are Herodians. These are Jewish people who, for the sake of political expediency, support Herod, even though they're Jewish people. The Pharisees, of course, are the Pharisees. We know about them. And he's using leaven as a metaphor for evil or corruption, for false doctrine, for unbelief, the need for a sign. He's saying to his disciples, watch out. Don't let those things seep into your lives because just like yeast permeates through the dough and causes it to rise and kind of infects, influences the entire loaf, don't let that happen to you. Be on your guard. But they don't understand that Jesus is using a teachable moment in an illustration to teach them, they think that he's referring to the fact that they have no bread. So starting in verse 17, Jesus asks a series of eight or nine questions to make his point even clearer. Verse 17, and Jesus, aware of this, said to them, why are you discussing the fact that you have no bread? In other words, that's not what I'm talking about. Do you not yet perceive or understand? Are your hearts hardened? Having eyes, do you not see? And having ears, do you not hear? That's interesting because just a few sections ago, we talked about Jesus healing a deaf man. And we talked about how in order for us to hear the truth of God, we need Jesus to open our ears and give us understanding. It's also interesting because in the very next section, he's going to heal a blind man. So we're going to be talking about eyes and seeing pretty soon. He goes on, and do you not remember when I broke the five loaves for the 5,000, how many baskets full of pieces did you take up? And they said to him, 12. And the seven loaves for the 4,000, how many baskets full of broken pieces did you take up? And they said to him, seven. And he said to them, do you not yet understand? So what 
is it that they don't understand? Well, I think there's a couple things. One is, guys, why are you worried about bread and not having bread? Did you not just see me not that long ago feed 5,000 with just a few loaves and fishes? And did you not just see me feed 4,000 with just seven loaves? Like the fact that we're low on bread here should not be a concern, right? Because we've been here before and there's only a handful of us here in the boat. We're going to be fine. Even deeper than that, I think Jesus is revealing that they don't understand who he is. They've heard his teachings. They've seen his miracles. They've heard his claims to be the son of man, the son of God, the Messiah, but they haven't put this thing together yet. And honestly, for me, that's hard to understand. How could they not have put this together? He asks, are your hearts hardened? I think there's definitely still a certain amount of hardening that is part of the disciples' understanding. Their hearts aren't hardened in the same way that the Pharisees or the Sadducees or the Herodians' hearts are hardened. They're open to a degree. They understand to a degree who Jesus is, but they're nowhere close to fully understanding the significance of Jesus' teaching and the significance of who he is. We're going to see just a little bit later in this chapter, Peter's going to make a confession of Christ that shows us that their understanding is going to take some serious steps forward. But right now there's a blindness, there's a deafness, even among these disciples about who Jesus is. And it sounds like Jesus is kind of exasperated by it. Do you not yet understand? So how can this be? It seems to me that if I were there, I would understand. I'm not trying to be arrogant, but it just, I don't get it. And I think there are at least a couple of reasons for the difference between where we're at and where the disciples are at. One, I think there's just a progression of softening of the hearts of the disciples, which God does. I think that there's a certain hiddenness about who Jesus is, a certain revealing of Jesus to the disciples that takes time. For whatever reason, God saw fit to reveal this to them slowly, to soften their hearts slowly. They didn't just, at the snap of a finger, get it all at once. So for whatever reason, there's a progression to this revelation among the disciples regarding who Jesus is. Another reason that I think it's hard for us to understand them being this way is that we come on the scene 2,000 years later having the entire story laid before us from day one. Many of us who've been around scripture, who've been around the church, one of the first stories we've learned is that Jesus died to pay for our sin and rose again, defeating sin, death, the power of the devil so that people who have faith in him could be saved, could be forgiven, could be reconciled to God and grafted into his family. And that's kind of the end of the story. That's kind of the culmination of Jesus' work. And we know that as one of the first stories about Jesus that we learned. These guys don't know that yet. The whole story hasn't been laid out for them yet the way that it has been laid out for us because we have a copy of God's word and can see the beginning from the end because of how God revealed himself to us, which is different than how God revealed himself to the disciples who were there in the first century. At the end of the day, Jesus' message to the disciples then is the same as his message to us today, and that is watch out. Beware of the leaven of those who don't believe. Beware of the leaven of those who teach false doctrine. Beware of the leaven of evil and corruption. Because once that stuff takes hold in you, it will grow and expand and influence you the way that yeast influences bread. It's irreversible. And by the way, when we come to a point where we wonder if we understand or where we know we don't understand, we can simply ask the Lord, Lord, give us wisdom. Give us understanding so that we can understand what your word is teaching us, so we can understand who you are and what you're calling us to do. That's a great prayer to pray today. Thanks for tuning in. Have a good day. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, share with a friend, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, which is aired on stations around the world since 1936 
Analytics, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions to shape our lives the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they're bringing all three together to honor God and bless our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. That's thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight two ministry partners. First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos and schedule events are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for their 101st annual conference from Saturday, July 30th through Saturday, August 6th in 2022. Second, if you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.